Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire! In just a moment, we'll join Chief Cody, Tim Collins, and Jimmy at the scene of the mysterious fire in the film storage vault at the Central Newsreel Company. Jimmy and Tim have gone there to pick up some film for showing at Jimmy's school. And while the newsreel behind-the-scenes peek at the newsreel business, fire suddenly broke out among the highly inflammable film stored in the company's vaults. Well, when we left them last time, a very significant fact about the fire had just come to light, which I'll remind you about right after this important message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to the Central Film Building, where Chief Cody and the men of Engine Company 3-1s have just joined Tim Collins and Jimmy at the scene of the blaze in the film storage vault, a fire that could have spread rapidly through the highly combustible film had it not been promptly discovered. John Gillette, manager of the Central Newsreel Company, which owns the vaults, is deeply mystified as to the cause of the blaze, and right now is telling Chief Cody... It it baffles me, Chief. I... I can't believe that any of my men were careless enough to drop a match or a lighted cigarette in a film vault. Why? I, I can vouch for the fact, Chief, that Mr. Gillette observes all the fire regulations. He was a victim of a disastrous film fire once himself, and is particularly careful. And still, Mr. Gillette, you say the door to the film vault was open. Well, that's what puzzles me. Our employees always close it carefully. They know as well as I how dangerously inflammable film is. And yet someone evidently left it open. More than that, dropped a match or a cigarette. Apparently so, but... Well, I'm afraid we'll have to make an investigation here, Mr. Gillette. If there's someone among your employees who's careless about fire around film, well, we'd better find him. I heartily agree, Chief. A man like that is no better than a criminal. A few minutes later, after an elevator operator of the building came forward with some very illuminating information, Chief Cody, Tim, and Jimmy step into the office of the newsreel manager, Mr. Gillette. That's a very interesting story your elevator operator has to tell, Mr. Gillette. Uh, do you think the man is honest? Old Tansy? Never knew him to lie before. He says that just before the fire bell sounded, he picked up a man on this floor who acted very suspiciously. Yes, that in itself might just have been old Tansy's imagination. Uh, yes, sir, but he said the man was in evident pain over what looked like a bad burn on his hand. Yes, that's certainly unusual and probably more than coincidence. Mr. Gillette. Yes, Chief? Do you have any known enemies? Not that I know of. Uh, Think hard, because it looks very much like the fire in your vault was deliberately set. Seems hard to believe. Still, it's easier to believe than that some of my men are guilty of carelessness. But an enemy? No, I can't think of a soul who would do such a thing. Maybe some old business associate, somebody who held a grudge. No, I'm sure there's no one. Tell me, Mr. Gillette, what sort of film was stored in that vault? Oh, negatives of old newsreels, and sometimes the prints themselves. Can you think of any reason why someone would want to destroy any of that film? No, none whatever. Yet they did destroy it, every last foot of it. Yes, a complete loss. Thank heavens this week's newsreel was not yet in the vault. 
This week's newsreel, you say, uh, hasn't it been uh, distributed to the theaters yet? No, the master negative was in the laboratory being printed. Mm. The prints go out to the theaters in town tonight for showing tomorrow. Uh, lucky for you, you saved that much anyway. Well, I guess there's nothing more we can do here. Uh, what's your next step, Chief, in tracking down this arsonist? The arson squad, Mr. Gillette. They'll be around. Meanwhile, if you learn anything, get any clues, give me a ring quick, I huh? certainly will, Chief. Come on, Tim. Jimmy. Yes, sir. Let's get down to headquarters where I can relax and think. This case needs some deep studying. An hour later, finds the chief in his office at headquarters, his feet resting on the desk, hands locked behind his head. He is staring with complete concentration at a crack that runs across the ceiling as Tim and Jimmy sit silently watching him. Finally, the chief speaks. That crack, it gets longer every day. I've got to get it fixed. <laughs> Is that what you've been thinking about the last 15 minutes, sir? That crack in the ceiling? Yeah, that and the film vault fire. Tim. Yes, sir. Somebody, I'm convinced, wanted the film and that vault destroyed. Gee, but why, Chief? That, my boy, is the all-important question. Why? It was just old film, sir. Old newsreel stories, Mr. Gillette said. Gosh, it was sure lucky for him the new newsreel wasn't in the vault. Or there wouldn't have been any newsreels in the theaters this week. Yes, that was... Jimmy, my boy. What, Chief? You may have put your finger on a very important fact. This week's newsreel release. Now, could the person or persons unknown have wanted to destroy that for some reason? Well, if they did, sir, they failed. Yes, and this afternoon they'll read about it in the papers. That this week's newsreel was saved. The newsreel is to be shown in the city's theaters tomorrow. What? What are you thinking, Chief? I'm thinking that we'd better alert the police. If this week's newsreel is the film somebody wanted destroyed... And if it is distributed tonight to the theaters and the persons unknown know it... Right. There's liable to be more fireworks as they try to do away with those prints. Now, give me that phone. Sergeant McGurk ought to know about this and fast. Uh, give me police headquarters. It's a long shot, this theory of the chiefs, that the film the mysterious arsonist wanted to destroy was this week's newsreel, which by a miracle was not in the burned vault. But whether or not he's on the right track, Detective Sergeant McGurk is alerted to watch all theaters that night. Meanwhile, Chief Cody had appointed Tim to assist him in the fire mystery. And right now, the two men are riding back to headquarters in the chief's big car after a conference with McGurk. What do you think that next move will be, Chief? By the person or persons unknown? Yes, sir. If they're after the prints of that newsreel... I figure they'll go after it at the theaters around town where it's being delivered. Well, McGurk ought to be able to take care of that. Yes, with a detective posted at every theater in town, they ought to nip any plot right in the bud. Well, of course, sir, if your theory's wrong... Well, then all this works for nothing. But somehow, Tim, I feel that... Headquarters what? calling Chief Cody. Headquarters calling Chief Cody. Oh, hey, they watch on the radio, sir. I'll take her. All right. Chief Cody, go ahead, headquarters. Call just came in from District 12. Corner of Jeffries and 29th. Three ones and 205 have rolled. Right, headquarters. Got it. Corner of Jeffries and 29th. That can't be right. Well, why not, Chief? Why, there are no buildings there, nothing but vacant lots. Still, headquarters couldn't be wrong. We'd better roll. Smoke, Chief. It's the corner of Jeffries and 29th, all right. It's a truck. What's left of a truck? Yes, sir. 
Looks like she must have crashed into this pole and caught fire. Yeah, well, the boys about got it under control, I see, sir. There's Lieutenant Dinkins. Yes, we'll sir. get the story from him. Oh, Dinkins! Oh, hello, chief. A nasty accident. What happened exactly? Well, when we arrived, this truck was wrapped around the telegraph pole, blazing like fury. The driver was sitting across the street, sort of dazed like, rubbing his head. Was he hurt badly? Uh, just shaken up. And what a story he had. Yeah? Said he was driving along 29th when all of a sudden a big car roars out of Jeffrey's right for him. He swerved and hit this pole. Oh, another fool, reckless driver. More than that, Chief, according to the truck driver. After he's hit the pole, the car stops. A man gets out, lights a cylinder of gasoline, and tosses it right into the truck cab. Blazing blisters. So that's how she caught fire. Yep. Driver was dazed, but managed to struggle free while the truck goes up in flames. Someone deliberately fired it, huh? Uh, Chief. Chief, come here. Oh, yeah, Tim? There's a sign on this truck, sir. You can still make it out. Central Newsreel. Good heavens. Yes, sir. Looks like our person or persons unknown beat Sergeant McGurk to it. Yeah. They took care of those newsreel prints before they got to the theaters. Tim. Yes, sir. There must be some overpowering reason why someone wants those newsreels suppressed. Why they don't want anyone to see them. Well, they certainly don't stop at anything. No. Now... What is it? What could it be? Is there something in this particular newsreel? Something they don't want the public to see? It looks very much like it, Chief. By Ginger, we'll find out. The prints are destroyed, but Mr. Gillette ought to still have a master negative of this newsreel. Yes, sir. What are you going to do? We're going to get a hold of Mr. Gillette. Take a look at that newsreel. Let's go. The person or persons unknown behind these criminal film fires must have some overpowering reason for destroying this particular newsreel. What can it be that drives them to arson and even attempted murder? Well, the clue may, as the chief says, be in the newsreel itself. We'll find out when we join the chief and Tim in the next thrilling true-to-life episode of The Firefighters! In just a moment, Chief Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first... Here's a message you ought to hear. And now here's Chief Bob Cody with a message for all firefighters. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. You know, one of the nicest pleasures of home is after supper. Lighting a fire in the fireplace and sitting around it with the family. Nothing more cheering whether you're eight years old or 80. But here's a little word of caution about fires in open fireplaces. Always put a fire screen in front of the grate especially before going to bed. Many a fire has been started by a spark popping out of the fireplace after the family has retired. So remember this little precaution, won't you? Next time you have a fire in the fireplace, there's nothing more friendly than a fire in an open fireplace. Let's keep it that way in your home. Well, that's all for now. Till I drop in again, so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it! Let's go! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.